You are now listening to Call Me When It's Over. What's going on, everybody? It's your girl's favorite artist, Josie's boy. And I'm Alexis A. McCoy. Welcome to episode 201 of Call Me When It's Over. 201. We have made it. We are here. And I am so excited. I, is it? Well, we passed 200. So I it know, should, but. Should it be like, eh, we made it? Like I know. we. I mean, we made it. But, you know, we weren't able to celebrate how we wanted to. Like, it wasn't like. We oh, did. We 200 go- was a big deal. It was. But I'm saying since we were quarantined, we had to make our celebration thing be kind of inside you know i mean we still of, took pictures we did we did yeah we did. and i got my cake and ice cream so so i mean so technically I'm you winning. got the, so no technically you got the celebration you wanted i'm winning yeah so you're right you got what you wanted technically i wanted to do it at blacktop but i don't know what that is blacktop tap tap the um that? place that does like the big this uh sundays with the piece of cake Never remember been. i was telling you i to- i wanted to take you i know i remember I, like i said i just don't i don't know what it is i've never mm-hmm. been so i can't i can't i can't even look forward to it like i, I mean I, I look forward to the adventure yeah but yeah um yeah thank you everybody for coming back every single week we appreciate y'all for yes. i'm sorry sorry about that i mean um <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate y'all download streams all that good stuff please continue to support and tell a friend to tell a friend if you really care about this show and you really care about the culture please tell a friend to listen to us and you just enjoy listening to our point of views on life and the topics that we discuss and um you like to chime in and you just love us tell your friend to come on in damn straight everybody need to listen to shit that's (laughs) real talk um yeah so getting into it uh this this week we got some good stuff we got uh we're talking a little preserving the culture you know andre harrell and little richard recently passed so we can talk about what to do what we think moving forward when we lose the legend how can we keep our culture in in intact yeah uh protecting your legacy during disasters you know of mm. course COVID 19 destroyed a lot of things and stopped a lot of things put a lot of things in pause didn't kill everything but it put a lot of things in pause so we're gonna talk about that yeah um after the pandemic what it looks like supporting small businesses still because mm-hmm. uh, right now you know during the pandemic a lot of people are selling a lot of things a lot of people starting businesses so we so what know does it look like after what that looks like after that and jeff bezos is on jeff bezos is on the track to become the world's first trillionaire mm. that's crazy who knows who knows by 2026 but we'll talk about that in a second <laughs> uh this week shout out uh, so our it? shout out for this week is gonna be nicholas johnson who is the first african-american valedictorian for princeton that's a big deal the first princeton university if you do in, not in know 200 we some had, odd years yeah 274 years if you do not know about princeton which i had to do my research and sit mm-hmm. find the origin of it it was founded in 1764 no 1790 it was 17 something it was like 1794 or 1792 or something like that and he is the first he is the first and the only one thus far african-american valedictorian so congratulations to nicholas johnson and we want to continue we were having this conversation we were talking about him Mm -hmm. congratulating him Mm -hmm. and how we said that we don't want to just congratulate him for being the first but we also want to continue to graduate congratulate any of uh, african-american or any any person of color that becomes a valedictorian or um or has an accomplishment in general and and don't leave it to just reposting about the first person let's repost about the first the second and the third person let's congratulate everybody i mean one when the second and third person does come yeah i I do i i do agree with that uh I, i do agree with that mostly i just i don't i i don't believe we should take away from anybody no, no, so no, I'm, we should definitely celebrate everybody that comes yeah across. i don't want anybody to take that the wrong way but like oh you know we have this person and then don't forget about that person don't forget about that oh person, no you know? no i wasn't yeah. saying that like this is not no, a not congratulatory I don't want anybody thing. else to take yeah. That. yeah i mean if you take it that way that's your life but, but to, for celebrate me celebrate the culture in a whole celebrate the culture in general but like when that one person makes it that's a that's a that's a big deal 270 something years that school existed and like that shit boggles my mind that still that is the first black valedictorian at school i mean i understand i know how the ivy league schools go we all know about that the, the privileged history and things of that nature of ivy league schools 
But like to think that as many intelligent black men and women that we have, as many successful black women that and women decided that, we have, that they wanted to go to that school that is right, worth as ten k per <laughs> per semester. Real talk, academically, as many intelligent black and black and brown men and women that we have, you telling me this is the first black valedictorian in that school? Like that shit is insane to me. I'm very happy about it. But it's yeah, insane to I me also that, feel like it's one of those situations where we have so. We've seen so many more of our people go to those Ivy League schools and accomplish so much and become yeah, valedictorians that, there you go. that his accomplishment at that school is so big because it's that school. You know, Princeton is really people go to Princeton, but you normally hear about white kids or um, kids from overseas that come and go to to Princeton. But black people that go to Princeton, you know, you very seldom know who they are. No, and well, and that's why the specificity of this this yeah. situation is a big deal. I'm speaking in the totality of like it just boggles my mind that there yeah. hasn't been one before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I I I've I've heard of a lot of people and I know a few people that did go to Princeton. Like mm-hmm. I know black people do go to Princeton. Yeah. You know, but it just it it like just situations like that where it's like after all these years, of course it has to be somebody to break the mold. Yeah. You know, but after all these years, it's like two hundred something years. But just still, think about the amount of people that probably did make valedictorian in those years and all of those years and they just weren't highlighted. Well in that school there's never been a black valedictorian. Or at they all, at just all. in or they or just they, didn't include them in it. You know? Well, you mean like hide their grades and stuff? Yeah, like, like they they could yeah they, they could have got have. shitted on. Like, oh, yeah. you didn't pass this class. Like yeah, they definitely could have. I agree, hundred percent. They definitely could have been some backdoor shit we don't know about. Yeah, that's, that's a motherfucking fact. But like situations like this are just it's bittersweet for me. It's always bittersweet for me because it's like, bro, after all this time, we still saying just the first. Like, but I'm I, I'm I'm excited to see what happens after this. I felt some type of way a little bit. I'm gonna be honest mm-hmm. that he became valedictorian when he can't walk across the stage. And that's another I felt thing. A little that's bit like, thing. okay, did y'all just give to him, give him this? Not taking away from you, Nicholas. We love Don't, you, and yeah. we are so proud of you. I'm well, not we're talking about that. we're talking about the the decisions that they could have made. Right? It's it's just like okay, doing during this quarantine, we quarantined for months. There's no graduation. He can't walk across the stage. Mm-hmm. He can't. Y'all probably ain't gonna do our graduation commencement. Like they just gonna give him his diploma. They just gonna give that. him his diploma and be like, oh, you're the first. Like. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it just, it just made me, sucks. it made me feel some type of way. You know how people felt about when they did the cartoon version of Spider-Man, when they did the, the, the Spider-Verse into the Spider-Verse. Right. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay. It's, it was it's like, that's why I say it's like a bittersweet thing. It's like, uh, I you're excited what, about right. it, but it's like, mm. I'm not going to not be excited about it, but it's like, man, come on, son. Like y'all could have did something for him, anything, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, he, he, the, the something is that God is doing. He mm-hmm. is now viral. Everybody knows. Yeah, it's, he's Everybody gonna, knows Nicholas Johnson is the first valedictorian for Princeton. So first black Nicholas, valedictorian. Yeah, mm-hmm. first African American val uh, in a male in yeah. a male. Yeah, let's be clear. No, he's a man. Because so. you know, I mean, no shade to us women, black African American women. We we have broken a lot of molds, but mm-hmm. you know, to see a, a that white that. no no like that white that white society because really that's what it is. It's a private white society um school mm-hmm. um highlight a black man is is a good thing well it, it's 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 one of those things that like when you undeniable you just undeniable hello like, eventually you can't you can't so, i always say you can close the curtains but they ain't gonna stop the, stop the sun from shining hello i always say that like it don't matter what kind of curtains you got like the sun is still up <laughs> look hello like i'm not like i'm right, not like listening you, right hello excuse me <laughs> excuse me what you say one more time no but shout out to him that's a yes. huge fucking deal and i can't wait to see you know what his life and has he should do a this. valedictory we should petition for them to let him do his speech yeah he can do like a viral uh, 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 yeah uh, i think uh, he should do a like a speech or like a like zoom that. speech or an instagram Agreed. speech or something like that that would be something great they can stream something yeah Agreed. they could Agreed. let the world watch it yep you know, I agree. But shout out to him. Shout out to his family for raising such a great man. You know yes. I'm, I'm excited to see what he has after this. Yeah. I think he, you, I think, you know, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I think I'm glad that you said that because. I mean, you're more excited about talking about it than I am. No, too, no, so. it's not that I'm excited. I'm excited. I am excited for him. But it's, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up about mm-hmm. family because, you know, Princeton is expensive. It is. And you, we don't even know what sacrifices he made to even get to that point, you know. And we don't even know his background. He could come from a very wealthy family, you know. Yeah. But the fact that he is the first 
Well, yeah, I don't think money money in, is in the conversation. Like you know, yeah. that's not even the conversation. It's the, it's the historical context that matters. Yeah, but it's I'm not even, yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like what? shout out to his family. Yeah, most that's, definitely, that's a big deal. Most definitely, most definitely, we don't know what the hell they've been through, or what they've done. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So I'm excited to see what happens after this. You know, like where the school is gonna take this after you know see Where, see what's next is he gonna be a token <laughs> no real talk or, will he or, be the one yeah will one? he just yeah. be the one but you know that 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 ain't but also what what is to come after this for him what's mm-hmm. the next step you know because now he is graduating he's an undergraduate mm. So, you know, you're going into the real world now. So mm-hmm. what does the real world look like for him? So yeah, no, we just yeah. want to stand positive. I agree. That's all I'm Love, saying. Love, peace, and happiness, and longevity in mm-hmm. his future. No, real talk. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm excited to see what happened after that. So, yeah, big big shout out to him and his family, all that good stuff. Um, So uh, last week, last week, we lost two legends. Um, Andre we actually Her- lost three. Betty White. What, was that this week? That was this week. Betty White was this week. Betty, wasn't that on Monday? I think that was this past Monday. Was it Monday? I think it was Monday. Well, we, I mean. Yeah, we in the, lost so it. I guess in the past, you say week and a half. Yeah. I'm just going off of last week because we didn't yeah. have episode last week. So that's yeah. what I'm saying last week. But yeah, Betty Wright did, did. So we lost three to four, if you want to count Jerry Stiller. But mm, that's a that's yeah. a comedic yeah. thing. So, but um, we lost three legends. We lost Betty White, Little Richard, and Andre Harrell. Um, Betty Wright, a writer's writer, singer, singer. Yeah, Little Richard, the inventor of rock and roll. I don't give a we fuck cannot, what we me. cannot take that away from him. Um, and uh, Andre Hero is the founder of Uptown Records, which is like one of the most prominent and uh prolific, forward, prolific, forward thinking uh record uh, record labels ever. And that's for how people got of color. Oh, black specifically. Yeah, you had yeah. uh Heavy D, Joe C, Mary J. Blige, Diddy got his start there. Like um christopher williams like anybody who's anybody that came from like that uh um new jack swing whatever like that that little that bad boy era yeah bad boy started because of uptown there would be no bad boy for with uptown right yeah but um you know we lost uh, we lost a few of those legends and of course you know because of social media everything looks like it's just happening back to back to back to back to back because we can just post stuff you know but um i mean you know we speak about it no actually definitely gonna happen when it's supposed to happen it is what it is. Look, and no matter how tragic it is, or yeah, you know. and a a lot of these the the individuals that that passed away, they died from health issues that they've been mm-hmm. fighting for years. Like Andre Harrell had heart disease. Yeah, he had heart Little disease. Little Richard was was sick too. Yeah, but he had it was something wrong with his bones yeah, or something. Yeah, he had bone cancer or something, or something like, like that. that. Yeah, I think no, I think Betty White had bone cancer. And no, Richard was sick though. Little Richard, was he sick. was sick for that. a very long time he because he gained time. a lot of weight and then he lost a lot. Yeah, of yeah, yes. Um, but they were dealing with health issues. But you know, um, it's so amazing to know that when you when you leave this earth, a mm-hmm. person, people like them. They left the earth with something to show for it. Like their legacy is going to continue on Mm -hmm. and um, that people are going to remember their names. Yeah. uh, No. uh, And and so like Lil Duvall had said something after that, Uh, because you know how it is like in in our culture, like death hits hard no matter what, because it's like we 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 I'm not going to I'm not going to use the word idolize because I hate that word. But we definitely look up and a lot of uh, us black and brown people like we have um we hold on to people we, too long well no 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 i'm not even gonna go there oh. i'm saying we we put people on these pedestals because a lot of us didn't have full families right so uh, you Those know especially our family yeah speaking as a black man you know that was raised without a father or a father figure mm-hmm. like i don't idolize anybody but there's a lot of people that i look up to who i watched ascend into yeah. you know success and things right. of that nature so there's a lot of people like that so but Lou duvall has said something he uh he, he spoke of like you know it sucks when you see everybody a lot of people in your generation dying he's like who's going to keep the stories alive and it's and that that is that is the hard part about because uh, you know speaking about preserving culture i thought about that that's the hard part about preserving our culture because things happen so rapidly everything happens so fast like things change so quickly um that you know and then that there's a big generation gap so like stories do get lost in translation um yeah. things do get forgotten and i look at it like preserving culture start, starts at home preserving history starts at home but you know what i'm saying yeah and um it's like you know we we complain about hearing things like our grandfathers tell stories or our uncles tell stories about how it used to be and it's like but those those are things you need to know yeah. you need to like we wouldn't have a lot of we wouldn't have soldier boy if bismarck he didn't exist yeah we wouldn't have um people like kendrick Lamar 
Lamar if Slick Rick wasn't around. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, storyteller. Exactly. So it's like these. There was some. There's always evolution. There's always something before us. But I also feel like people take away the documentarians that are are fueled in those moments where people like um, Little Richard and Betty White were mm-hmm. coming. It were there were people capturing those moments and telling those stories and, and you're about to and, get, I'm about to get into that point yeah I, I mean I I don't like that people think that okay it is not a it is not a person that's conscious enough to write down what's happening today or to document what's happening today and keep it somewhere or hold it somewhere mm-hmm. like documentarians they don't just Speaking as a, as a documentarian myself, mm-hmm. somebody that captures video, that catch, captures photo. Lately, what I've been doing, and it's so funny because I've always been this way. When I get something that is valuable to me, valuable information, something that I think that my family, when when I die years from now mm-hmm. or when whenever I die, you know, I don't know what. I hope that is years from now um, that people can go back into my home and see the you know different stages of life and people that I came in contact with and things that I saw and things that I kept as a documentarian Mm -hmm. you keep uh hard drives and you know disc cards and you print off stuff and you have boxes of cards and you have boxes of articles Mm -hmm. those people during that time they held the culture together because they were the people holding on to those articles or they were writing those articles or they were taking those photos Mm -hmm. you know they're documenting what's happening in the world. But yeah, I, 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 I you're, you're, you're literally, but you just went into my point. Yeah. Um. See, but that, that is the difference. Like, as speaking as a documentarian, that is the difference. It's like we look at the the eras that we idolize. Sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties. What happens after that? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like we, we got things like hip hop evolution. Yeah. That exists. We got things. We have there's lots of documentaries that exist. But it's like it was. The, the 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 67 which we need to keep that alive right. but the 60s 70s 80s there's always um there's so many uh ex- exhibits about that there's so many yeah. books about those and so like like i was telling you like disco yeah. don't even get celebrated anymore right i'm not saying we hold on to we have to hold on to everything things have to change but like you don't want to forget what happened before you know you what I'm don't saying? but i also think like i remember i said to myself when um, they did Black Panther and then Kendrick Lamar produced that album. Mm-hmm. I said, I am so happy that I get the opportunity to live through this moment. As you should. You, sh- you should. But my, my question outside of living in the moment, what happens after the, this generation is gone? That's what, that's what I'm getting at. It's like, you got like guys like, 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 uh, Martha Cooper, Harry, Henry Chalfant, who are super old, but they were around when graffiti started, when hip hop yeah. started. Like, and they still, still shoot these things to this day. There are people who are conscious of that. I agree 110%. Right. But when we live in an era where things are disposable, people yeah. are, on, if you, you lose your phone, you lose your pictures. Right. You lose your text, you lose everything. If so you lose I your think phone. that's, I think that it goes for the culture or people and like I said, documentarians mm-hmm. that, you know, highlighting those documentarians and documentarians having the carriage to put out that work. Documentarians instead of, is definitely going to be the word that, that that's going to be <laughs> the hype today. It's going to be the No, hype. but people that document things yeah. or, you know, people that captured moments or whatever. Artists in general. Let's mm-hmm. just say artists. Mm-hmm. Creatives, because we're the ones that will go out and capture moments. Those are people that's going to be, they have to share the work. They have to tell the story behind uh, I, the work. I 100% agree. You know? They have to be willing to do that. So I don't think that the content is going to be lost. I just think that people just need to find different ways to express, to give it to the world. Well, when when I when I speak of things being lost, like Lil Duval, that point he made is very valid. It is. It's like, if only me, you know a story and then we die. It's like, how does that story get told again? Now people only tell stories about us, which that's what's supposed to happen. But right. I, think, I, I think when people speak of keeping culture alive and preserving culture, they don't want the beginning to be forgotten you know what i'm yeah. saying it's like because you look at it like as 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 black people like our history continues to keep they keep trying to erase it they keep trying to wipe it yeah. clean like they keep w- trying to whitewash things like you look at things like you know like people like vanilla ice mm. and i mean you know eminem's debatable for a lot of people yeah you know what i'm saying but it's like you have bubba sparks and like all these people like the hip-hop ends ends up becoming so big that it, it just spans into into different races and different right. cultures and di- like it's it's like hip hop is is 
ever evolving and it's loving and it's open and it's, right. it's inviting. You know what I'm saying? But then like commercially companies catch it and they try to fucking whitewash it. They try mm-hmm. to act like, oh, you know, it's like I'm going to. But push that's it. a part of our history, too, because we can even think about when they did um when they did those those singing groups and how they took the singing groups. The black thing, yeah. This is ahead. this is exactly yeah. the point I'm making about why why preserving culture is so important. Yeah, this is because you look I at like look how you. look how long I know you do. Look how long little Richard had to fight for himself and say I'm the inventor of rock and roll. Me, right. I started yeah. that. But then they fucking celebrate Buddy Holly. Yeah, like but Jerry think, Lee Lewis, like Jerry Lee, like also, cool, I think it's also one of those situations. Who are we preserving a culture for? Are we preserving a culture for them out there or us? And what? Well, and this is my point exactly. Yeah, and I. That's exactly where I'm. What where, are you preserving? Because we know majority of us know the origin of our culture. We know a certain age group knows. Yeah, but everybody wasn't raised the way we were raised. Right. I was raised by my grandmother, so I knew about all that stuff by right. the time I was five six years old the kids these days don't know tupac songs yeah don't know and tupac only died in the 90s tupac is just jay-z's age ain't he no he's older i think i think jay's older i don't i don't know he's snoop dogg's age because they're about around us no but i'm just saying i'm like thinking like in context (laughs) he was around when these people that we're talking about are still living tupac and jay-z had beef yeah, Tupac and yeah. Jay-Z had beef. Nas had beef with Pac. Pac had beef with So they Rob all beef. about 50 all something. All you know, he age. would have been in his 50s. In 40s, 50s, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. But it's like, and, and, and that's right there. It's like, you know, I, uh, what was it? You know, uh, of course we were all raised different. Yeah. It's like, you know, my grandmother raised me. I listened to like Hal Jackson on Sundays. Mm-hmm. You know, my grandmother would play like Cousin Brucey, which was like a white uh DJ on the mm-hmm. radio play old school shit. Like before one of five was around, it was an old school contemporary station. Right. Um like my grandmother raised me with her records and shit like that, but still had, you know, the the music from the hood. Like, you know, my the first album I ever had, which my grandmother took away because I bought it when I was like six, mm-hmm. um, was the Boys in the Hood soundtrack. Oh, okay. My grandmother found out I had cursing and she took it away from me and then bought me the Simpsons album. Oh. Because she's like, you're not listening to this shit. Um, <laughs> which is funny as hell. But it's like, you know, everybody wasn't as blessed to be raised with the parents that we had. And then that, that, that generation, like our mothers and grandmothers' generations were keen on telling stories to the kids yeah. and things that they're like, now it's like, mothers and, and children like almost the same age mm-hmm. like they're so close so it's like but everybody's you just have, living life but then you do have a lot of groups mm-hmm. of of millennials like ourselves that who care. have waited uh, sometimes have raised to have children Agreed. and raised children and gain some wisdom from our family and our friends we we have to we have it's to, up to us no we have to um start looking at that it is not one version of a black family there are multiple versions of a black family and just because you know you have a cousin that had their kids at at sixth grade that person could have came from the same Mm -hmm. grandmother that's told the same stories it's all about how a person wants to receive the information what they want to consume Mm because you have that's like kids that grew up in the same house everybody's not gonna be go go the same way you gonna have people that do so if granny is telling like my grandmother used to tell stories about her mother Mm -hmm. right and i was sick because i had never met my grandmother before my Mm -hmm. great grandmother before she died before my when my mom was a little girl and she would tell me how she would look and to me i would sit and listen because i wanted to know what she looked like Mm -hmm. i i was intrigued where my cousin's name was just like you know it'd be like out of all 150 of my cousin it'd be like seven or eight of us that's sitting around listening to mm-hmm. my grandmother mm-hmm. tell those stories where the rest of them is just like um, you know whatever right but the act of the story was still being told yeah but no but yeah passing on the story and being able to hear that story you th- those are the those are the people in your family that are going to keep all of those moments they're going to keep all of those moments mm-hmm. they're going to do a family tree constantly the They're people con- the people who receive it are important yeah but the story has to be told that's yeah why I'm no saying yeah the, what your like the act yeah had and that's what worries a lot of people those acts are not even being done anymore because yeah. you got you know I'm, I'm not judging anybody who has like my grandmother had my mother at 15 yeah you know like that so i'm not even judging any of that but it's like it is hard when you know you're 32 and your son is 16 mm-hmm. 15 y'all both trying to do the same thing y'all yeah, both on tiktok y'all both on instagram out. y'all yeah. both still trying to figure life out it just depends on how that parent 
wants to raise their definitely their De- child. no yes yes yeah. yes yeah but i mean i do agree with you on the fact that um you know the the story is lost because I, we were having this conversation That's the worry, at, yeah the conversation the other day my cousin who is my cousin is probably like Mm-hmm. 15 years older than I am. Okay. She had no clue about my grandfather. My grandfather, um, she wasn't her and her, her, her and my uncle, her, her and my uncle's, um, her mom and my uncle mm-hmm. divorced, divorced when I was, when they, she was like a little girl. So, mm-hmm. you know, she would come around and be around her grandmother, but she wasn't really around my grandfather because he worked and all of that type of stuff. Got so you. she really didn't build a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. So, me as her younger cousin 15 years younger i'm telling her about my grandfather and she was like well i didn't know anything about him and Mm -hmm. i didn't know this and Mm -hmm. i didn't know that and she was like i feel like um because the reason why we were doing a family reunion was because our family is so big Mm -hmm. that a lot of the kids that are coming up today i don't know them i don't Mm -hmm. know my little cousins that are coming up today and they don't know who i am so say for instance I'm living in New York. They're in St. Louis. They want to come come and go to Columbia. Mm-hmm. And somebody is like, oh, I think you got a cousin there. Or, you know, you go in there by yourself and you have family down the street that can mm-hmm. help you. But because they don't know me or their mom doesn't talk about me, mm-hmm. they're going to be hesitant even with contacting exactly. me. Or they're going to be like, I don't know that lady. Because I did that when I was in school, I, when I, I was in Chicago. That. I still do that. When I was in Chicago. But I did... I did go reach out to them because my mom was like, you know, you need to be with family. It got to be a forced thing. But I do agree. I do agree mm-hmm. that story is story. The story is the story is important. Yeah. The information just needs to be passed down. Like there's this kid named um, Lee Rockstarsky that I follow on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And what I enjoyed about him was like, because, you know, I was born in the 80s, raised in the 90s. We 90s yeah. kids, you know, but it's like I have a healthy obsession with the 80s because mm-hmm. I always I always said this. And of course, somebody had to like put me put me in the right position yeah i was like you know man i was born in the wrong era like i should have been i mean i should have been raised in the 80s and somebody was like no your energy needs to be here now right like, i get that you know i was like yeah you're right you're right but no that's for real it's true though it's it like is. we need to insane did that same god thing. put you in about? the place that you're supposed to be we to, gotta keep that energy yeah yeah so he 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 goes about um lee rocks lee rock starsky on instagram and i found him and he's like full-blown method like obsessed with the 80s uh-huh. like, he just wears pinstripe leaves he wears felines he carries a boom box like he is literally like when you look at his pictures he edits them so they look like old school pictures like he dresses like this every day uh, this kid can't be no older than 22 23 but he loves you know? it that much right and i'm like that like th- i'm not saying people have to be obsessed with that but it's like just somebody that somebody told them the stories or they watch something and they want and to was, keep that going yeah i'm like that's what i want for us i'm not saying everybody has to like and that's why i love that people are vintage shopping and learning yeah. about certain things like yeah. that shit is so dope we like that keeps culture going too and and I think that um just because the story isn't being told verbally doesn't mean that it's not being told. Right. Right. Because it's, it's not literally just verbally telling the story. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. So that doesn't mean that the story is not being told. If somebody If somebody sees a jacket. It's through fashion, from, through music. You know, if somebody sees a jacket um from the 90s and it'd be like where did this brand come from and then you go to google this Mm -hmm. brand and you realize what the brand is and that you want everything from it you know i think that people are documenting these things yes you just got to go find it agreed it's out it's not it's not gonna be in the mainstream media they're not about to highlight us like Uh, we can highlight us agreed agreed you know i the culture is is definitely being preserved it just it's in so many it's It's so secretive it's It's so bad it's like in a hit you got to go do you know when you do research about Mm -hmm. history or slavery Mm -hmm. in order to get to the like the origin of slavery and where it came from you got to research you You got to go you got to go beyond the oh that one article you got to let the articles um, you got to fall into like you fall into Instagram and the strolling mm-hmm. and all of that type of stuff. You got to fall into the research of learning different things about your no your history. 110%, 110%. I do. I do believe in that. You know what I'm saying? We just got to keep it's not it's like the story is, is vast. Yeah. It's vast, you know what I'm saying? So but um, and like, you know, business business is important too because you know like i said fashion like there's like the good thrift stores you got to find out who knows yeah. who, who knows what or whatever but and you, know. you got to like preserve like oh okay like 
you could know you could know when something came out best based, based off of how it looks and or the tint or, or the tag. Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, fashion just fashion moves a lot of things forward. Yeah, and I mean, and like, it repeats itself. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. You know, like and but like even in the middle of like you know what, what we're going through right now, the, even pandemic. the pandemic or whatever. It's like sp- speaking of business, um, right now, like. St- it, it, even though they're supposed to be dying, there's a lot of small businesses flourishing right now. It or is businesses being started right now. Yeah, and um, and, and I know it's, a lot of it's coming from people selling masks. People yeah, selling productive. Gear. Either way, there's something being start, started. Entrepreneurs up. are entrepreneurs mm-hmm. are being fueled at this time. Definitely. And one thing, one thing I said after this is that I love that people on Instagram like you know support small business or whatever. Yes, I hope people keep that energy after that. Yes, you, know? you got to. But for the people who. Or like we're in the middle of it like the people who had businesses when all this happened yeah. it's like i was always uh, like we were always concerned about how do how do you even maneuver around that when some shit like that happens you know and of course we'll be able to talk to more people about it in the future right. and all that good stuff but like what I, is your what was your plan yeah yeah like i'll tell you like for myself on some real shit like i had posted about this a few weeks ago it's like um i sat and i thought i was shaving my head one day because that's like the therapeutic thing that i love to do which you know? is great a shout out to my brothers who actually came home during the pandemic because they they couldn't get haircuts and they realized that their hairline was a little far back <laughs> shout out to y'all who came home uh it's 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 a beautiful club but uh i was sitting there and i was thinking like damn i had so many things lined up for march like there was a lot of stuff lined right. up for march and i but then in that same breath i was like it wasn't supposed it to happen. It wasn't supposed to happen. I got to be, uh, my focus is supposed to be somewhere else right and now. You, you know? know what is so funny about that? When I had to cancel my event um, that I had for March, mm-hmm. planned, I mean, planned, mm-hmm. venue booked, paid for, people booked, everything was paid for, mm-hmm. preparing. I just needed to just wrap up some other things. Advertising was out there, marketing was mm-hmm. out there, tickets were selling, the event was almost sold out. And it's like, this pandemic and it's like oh well everything closed you yeah. can't really do nothing now so. right and now i have to like refund all this money mm-hmm. i got to get this money back i got to return this stuff because i done bought stuff for mm-hmm. the event and um cancel a lot of things and try to figure out what the new step is what's mm-hmm. the new wave that i'm on and i was sitting there i was like dang i feel so lost Mm -hmm. (laughs) you feel so lost because it's like i have planned this 2020 2020 i planned 20 i plan events in 2020 Mm -hmm. but then you get you begin to look back and be like there were some things that you planned just to be ahead of the game Mm -hmm. when really you should have just not you know you should have just just, focused on you should have just been focused on something else Mm -hmm. or building or expanding or you know researching or something that was gonna bring your business to the next level instead of the pressure of everybody's about to be doing something let me do something no yeah what i think that in the middle of like some kind of drastic shit that happens if you run into business if you run into something you got to plan like they always like a lot of people would tell you like prepare for failure prepare for failure yeah you can prepare for like all right i didn't make money this week or i didn't make money this month or somebody quit or somebody got fired or you can prepare for that shit but you you can't prepare for a shutdown for the economy to shut down no you ain't ready for that nobody's ready for that no there's a lot of companies that ain't gonna come back from that but to maneuver around it i would like i would i would try to i guess i would suggest hopefully people do uh pay attention to it I would tell people if you're in the middle of a, uh, an epidemic while you're running the business, like you have to look at everything in it through a different scope. Mm. Not just I lost this money. I look, cause it, clearly everybody lost money. Yeah. You know, not just I lost this money. It's like try to, try to see things from the other side. Like, all right, where should my focus be? Like I was running this successful business, but my followers weren't going anywhere. My mm. engagement wasn't going anywhere. Maybe I need to really it's a reintroduce new focus myself. On something else. Yeah. Exactly. Like right now, like I've said it. Like right now, even because this, this is going to end soon. Let's be yeah. real. It's going to end soon. We're, 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 even if even if like the government don't say like people are just tired. Like we we gonna be people outside. gonna be outside. <laughs> you know. Um. So it's like with it, your mask on, y'all. Yeah, yeah, I'm staying safe. It is what it is. You know. No, I'm, I'm just saying. Like, yeah. put your mask Please on. Please do. But um, even like you know, looking in looking in the middle of this is like, all right, cool. I can't go and do this. I can't go and do that. Like, so what should I focus on? Like right now is the perfect time to tell your story. What was something that was lacking that I said, I'm, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to yeah, it. Yeah, you put I'm it gonna off. Get to it. And now you really have to get to it or your mm-hmm. business is, is not going to come back. It's not going to, it's not going to flourish or it's going to descend mm-hmm. or not even, um, that is going to descend. Maybe it's a situation where you might just, uh, fucking plateau and just, you might just plateau, plateau off, off of, 
this you know yeah. this kind of setback because this is something your business might have needed definitely you know definitely yeah I know. but in the yeah. midst of uh it's so funny um i did a producing tip on my on my love is enough productions page on my mm-hmm. company's page about failure is um failure is a lesson it really is failure is great failure is great failure because is great. you learn like it's so many it's so many businesses and so many individuals that are not your finances has never been together. You just making money and spend the hey, money. You you making a hundred percent, spending a hundred percent. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know maybe it's time for you to sit down and figure out how to get your accounting part together. Mm-hmm. You know, learn the business, or you know that place that you had your business in was it was too much money, but you wanted it because it's your business. Well, and you want to do it. I was just talking about that this morning. Like Eric Thomas always says, "Stop idolizing what you really get at." Yeah. Like. You know, like I said, I was telling you, I use the analogy, I play basketball, mm-hmm. you know, like for everybody that don't know, I'm, I'm pretty athletic. Like I, I do my thing. Um, <laughs> but it's like, I'm, I'm a lefty. I shoot lefty. I dribble lefty. You know what I'm saying? I could drive both sides. You know, I could use my left or my right hand, right. Brush, you know, but it's like in, in, in that situation, like I can, I, I drive strongly to, to, uh, to either side, but I usually use my right hand. Uh-huh. Up. And it's like all these years I've successfully played basketball. I played in the 20s, all that stuff. I still suck at left-handed layups. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the one thing. Like, I can do, like, little floaters and all that stuff. Yeah. But just driving straight up with my left hand. Like, people play, but you're left-handed when you play. And I'm like, but I still can't do that. And all I do is try to capitalize for the longest on doing everything else that I'm really good at instead of trying to become better at this one thing, you know, that just haunted me. Yeah. Same thing with my painting is, like, I ma- you're supposed to. You're supposed to master what you get. That's how you become good. But I master what I'm good at. And it's like, but there are certain things that I felt like I should have learned. Yeah. Like maybe I have, I do have popularity off of the, these specific things that I do, but there are certain things I should have learned or should have studied more that would make me better. And we always, when we, when we're in the middle of a situation, it's like we double down on what we really, really get at, which you should, you should mm-hmm. to an extent, but we don't ever take the time to think about like, what am I missing? What am I lacking on? What am I slacking in? And you know what? And it's, it's like you said before when we had the conversation, it's mm-hmm. the, I got to start a square one. And that shit is hard. It, it is. It's so fucking hard. It is hard. so difficult to be like, dang, I got to start at square one. And I think it becomes more difficult when you are at a certain place in your life. When you start mm-hmm. at a certain age in your life. Because mm-hmm. you're like, okay, look, I'm at this place in my life. I done done, especially for a person like me, I done done schooling all my life. I done been to school three times over Mm -hmm. and now i got to go back to school to learn this stuff not not physically back to school but i got to go to the learning process of Mm -hmm. starting at the beginning Mm -hmm. but i mean i think that's the challenge just the nudist that that makes you want to do it but it also is a hindrance and you hesitate about it because Mm -hmm. it's like i got to start all the way at the beginning can we not give can you not give me a one two three step to give me at least halfway yeah where i'm i'm like halfway in the middle or right. you know because me going at the beginning me going to the beginning of the of the race and mm-hmm. getting back on them little things to to, to lift my point. yeah my starting point <laughs> to lift my lift my booty up to run i ain't about to do that i want to be in the middle of the field where i'm halfway I mean, because nobody wants to live a life without success yeah and that's and what scares people that's what scares that's what scares me that's what scares everybody it's like damn i, I posted, gotta start this over it's, actually it's funny i posted a um a quote from Maya Angelou, who everybody who doesn't know me, I am a big Maya Angelou fan. But she said, success is liking yourself and liking what you do and liking how you do it. I agree. Success is is is, is what you think it is. It's based right. on your perception. Right. You so know. once you begin to look at it from that per- perspective of even if I start first, this is success because I decided I wanted to actually take on this thing. I yeah. wanted to actually do this. Yeah, I I, I respect that. I respect that one hundred ten percent because you know I just I'm I, I ain't gonna <laughs> use that word, but it's like you know you was like damn I don't grew up in the hood. I'm tired of not having the money I want. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Struggling in my spirit, I'm tired but of this shit. but it's no, it's true. It's like at at whenever something happens and like. Whatever you're doing with your business, like uh, sh- shout shout out to my homeboy uh, Jackie Washington Jawa, which yeah, yeah, I connected y'all the other day or whatever. So shout out to him. He runs JTW Fit. Yeah. Um, seeing. By like, the way, before you even get into that, his mm-hmm. fitness stuff is Fire. like intense, and I've taken, but it's classes. intensely like motivating. Like mm-hmm. it's like, oh my god, let me 
Let me get this. Let me get this. Uh, no, he makes work out working out fun. Let I'm, me get this. This that 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 that. Yeah, this. but y'all go check check him out on Instagram at JTW Fit. But he now owns a, his gym. It's almost a year, I think. It yeah. Is. Um, he owns a gym in Harlem, which is super dope. Um, I'll post the address on the page yeah. and all that good stuff. But uh, he everything just sh- shut down, and it's like he can't be in his gym. He mm-hmm. can't do this. So, you know, you can't have the groupings of a certain amount of people. Right. All fitness things shut down. And he was like, you know, he utilized his time. He posts workout videos every single yes. day. And it's like, that's reintroducing people to, to, to like what you are, your core values, your, right. what you, you know, what you are, your foundation. Because people are at that point, especially now mm-hmm. that, you know, we are kind of at the end or if we are at the end. If we when, are. And when we come out the cave. Okay, when we decide to come out, the when they let us out the cave, mm-hmm. people want to come out snatch. They want to come out looking good, especially women. Nobody yeah. wants to come so out. So he's what he's doing is perfect. Yeah. You know? Nobody don't want to come out with their quarantine 20. Yeah, but agreed. But what he did, you know, utilizing his platform to show off what he does on a normal basis, because like usually it's videos of other people. Yeah. Now it's like you see, I'm not only a client, I'm the pre- president. Right. <laughs> you, feel you, me? Know? you know, what I'm like saying? I'm working as I'm working hard too. Just every day as hard to, as you are. Yeah. Because I've seen his schedule like he goes, he teaches, he goes, he works out, he teaches. Maybe he works out again. He teaches some more like he has a very busy schedule, which I respect what he does, you know. But right now, coming out of this, this is going to be the time even in the middle of this. People are going to pay attention to where your morals and your foundation are business wise. Yeah. People are gonna pay attention. And, it just and your a consistency. Because right now, I'm de- I'll tell you right now, there's a lot of stores I ain't supporting after all this shit yeah. goes back to normal because I'm not paying $5 for alcohol anymore because that shit is just fucking bullshit. It was a dollar one week and a few weeks later because you want to take advantage of it. It's about the... I feel supply like... Supply and for, demand, I get it. It's, it's about supply and demand, but it's also about looking at your community. If True. you know that the people in your community don't have enough money to do things in... If you're surrounded around mom and pop shops mm-hmm. or you're surrounded around... Uh, just in the hood. You're, you know, in, you're, in, in less financially stable right. neighborhoods. If you're in those spaces, you know that those people are not, they, they're trying to buy the necessities. And we, you need, know? we need as and much as we can. If you're taking everything up to another level, mm-hmm. then it shows that you don't value the community. If you're a mom and if you're a mom and pop shop that's trying to get by it, it will be better for you to just keep your prices as is. Then people are going to come and be people, especially in New anyway. York, in New York, people will refer somebody to your so company and, or your, co- Oh, they got the best this, or they do the best sandwiches over here. Or they, you know, they got, they, uh, they got, they lights all two for five. If y'all keep getting in, people will come and flock and stand in line so they can get the best price for their dollar because New York is so expensive. Mm-hmm. So if you raising your prices, like, mm, if I got to go there, I'll go there. But if I don't have to, I'm, I'm not, not going to go. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to yeah. find the best deal possible. Right. And, um, you know, speaking of morals and ethics. So in the news today, I read an article today. Um, Jeff Bezos is, is by 2026 state is slated to be the world's first trillionaire, single trillionaire. Cause uh, Apple's a trillionaire company, but he's the first, he's slated to be the first single that, trillionaire a person, person. That's the a one trillion person that's worth a trillion dollars. Like, and I've seen so much backlash. Mm-hmm. Now, the, a lot of the backlash is justified. It's justified. But on the other hand, like, so I see it in two ways. Right. Right. I can't be mad at somebody that figured out a system of supply and demand. Yeah. I can't be mad at that. What I can be mad at is how he treats his employees. That's what I can be mad at. Because, um, uh, the, the Amazon employees, which we've ordered from Amazon, like, Amazon packages every day, the hazard pay for the employees is ending at the end of May. And this shit may continue until whenever. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they definitely on the front lines delivering stuff to us every day. They definitely on the front lines packaging our shit, like shipping our stuff. And their hazard pay is about to be done. Right. The way you treat your employees when when they were the supposed tech-y. to give up their, their yeah, yeah when they were supposed to give up their holiday pay or their, their uh whatever, PTO, whatever that is. To people that were sick. Right. Which made no sense to me because you... You want them in, in the middle of the show. Right. You know? So on that, the way his his company is 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 ran, I I can definitely f- feel some way about that because it's inhumane. It's fucked up. He's not even he to me. He's not even looking at the com- the the community. He's not concerned about. He's far America. removed from that. He's far. He's removed not. From a, that. He's not. He's not concerned about the American people. He's far. Once he, he once you became like my man gave up a I think it was four hundred million to his wife in mm-hmm. in in uh divorce. That didn't even touch his money. 
Mm. They ain't touching nothing. Four hundred million dollars. They ain't touch. And people are like, oh, give more money, give more money. It's like he is giving money. I'm not. For one, I can't control who who gives what. Right. And you don't know what people pockets is like. That's a but fact. at the end of the day, integrity when it comes to your company and how you deal with stuff is important. You telling people to to volunteer their 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 vacation time and their PTO time for sick people when you can just give the sick people extra PTO time. Like really, I, I honestly, get, I get that you're not a day to day person. Like you're you're a far removed owner. I get that you right. are now a owner in name, right? And and oh, just ownership. In so general. are you listening to your team? Are you listening to? Because once you, because at that point, uh, not even just at this point, at, at a long time point, he just around a bunch of people that tell him like, yeah, this is right, you're doing it, yeah, it's cool. That's kind of why like people make fun of Elon Musk, but I pay attention to him because he's a person that's that's hard on himself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He's smart. He, he he. I know. I'm sure he got a lot of yes men around him, but he understands like humanity. He understands humanity. Oh, he, he has a he he understands that. Um, he has a soul. He's kind. He does. He does. And and I'm not not saying that Bezos doesn't have a soul, know. but I'm just saying like he mm-hmm. he wants people. He values. He has like that old Ford dealership mm-hmm. type of lifestyle. Like Ford used to be like, oh, you work for the company. We're gonna give you a car, and you got this. You you gonna get this payout, and you're you gonna retire, be able you get to, a Rolex. You get a Rolex, or you get. You know, they, they value their, they value their employees and he mm-hmm. wants his employees to know or people that purchase his car to know that we put all of our energy to make sure you're safe. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you, he created something and understanding that he wanted the world to be better. He just gave up the blueprint. Yeah. Cause he's like, oh, I, I make it like you can't make it like me. So I'm not going to be mad, but, but I you got to give the technology to, to, to forward the culture. But I feel like J- Jeff Bezos, because he had taken the reins on, what postal delivery services can't do mm-hmm. on a regular. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those situations where it's like you're serving to so many different communities, mm-hmm. all different type of communities. And it's like, sometimes people packages don't come on time. Mm-hmm. I mean, like your company lacks a lot of things that people can oh. just be like, uh, I don't want to even sell through you. They you can just me? go through USPS. You feel me? And that, I think that's what killed a lot of people too. Cause it's not just, it's not just, um, him owning he owns a lot of stuff outside of just mm-hmm. amazon but it's like there are people who are on amazon that are selling things to us so it's like it's that consumer to, that that can that's direct to consumer right uh profile that you have which is you know it's important everybody gotta get their hustle on but like during times like this during anything a, a, any any kind of turmoil like people are gonna well at least smart people yeah will pay attention to how you treat everybody else how you how you maneuver how like what your morals are like what your foundation is like if i'm saying i'm a people person and every time i see somebody i'm like get the fuck away from me you gonna know i'm a a bad person i'm because i'm lying and then you know it's so funny because instagram Mm -hmm. has um their shopping space now Mm -hmm. and it's like don't get me started on instagram (laughs) no and it's like they got their shopping space now so people can order directly from these people that got these sites or whatever other than Amazon. So, you know, Amazon Direct to consumer is yeah. the greatest thing ever. Amazon need to tread lightly because all people need to do is set up their own website and have people sh- you can ship from your house. Shopify has their own app now. Yeah. They're like, "Oh, we just going we going to get the money." You know what I'm saying? Like, right. the, you know, things like like uh sites like that like Bitcartel that I use um uh shopify all that stuff like them the the the, uh direct-to-consumer allowed things stuff like that is important you know yeah it's like amazon can't be the only thing even though you know he's trying to fight it to where he will be the only thing right uh because he's trying to own every fucking thing which i I can't be mad that you want to do that still it does fuck a lot of stuff up but um to be able to have these direct to consumer things like instagram is it's i I hate algorithms because i know it's just them monetizing Mm-hmm. off of their stuff which right. which I, as a business person it's it's i'm always at a crossroads i'm yeah. always at a crossroads because it's like can i be mad that you decided to take over your business wholeheartedly like that like make sure nobody else um uh thrives off of it but i also am a consumer too right it's like damn i have a heart i have a soul i don't want people to get fucked over you know what i'm saying like there's plenty of people who want to start and this is this is this is when when i we spoke about this actually um when people get into business people mm-hmm. want to do business they don't start with the morals they start with i want to make money right it don't work that way Yes, you want to make money. You want to be successful. But what's the intention behind the business? Exactly. And, and you exactly. know what? I you know, I always tell that's one thing that I I, I 
I teach in my class when I do mm-hmm. my um, producing class, I always tell people the first question that I ask them, why do you want to do this? What's your if you purpose? don't have a why, you have nothing. What's your purpose for doing this? Why did you decide that this was something that you wanted to do? And I feel like mm-hmm. people kind of get out of that money. They get into the money talk like it and make money and blah, 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 blah. But when it doesn't make money, why are you doing it? When you're when your business is not making money, will you continue to do it? Right. That that shows how much passion you have. Because, like, I'll tell you, you know, the reason why I started doing bags, like, painting the blue is bigger than just bags. You know right. that. But um, I was customizing bags for a long time. And I was like, all right, I don't really want to paint any more Michael Kors bags and Louis Vuitton bags. They ain't doing nothing but getting attention. Like, I'm not really, I'm getting a little bit of money, but, like, it would be so much better if I produced everything and owned everything that I made. Right. You know, I want to own everything, and it, people still look at it funny now, but, like, there are people who understand. Right. You know, I understand, but it's like, I want to own everything that my paintbrush touches, everything that my hand touches. I want to own that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, um, it's, it's, but uh, I started it to, to kill the middleman for myself to not really have to give so much attention to all these things, but I also want to, wanted to rival specifically a specific bag that Christian Dior makes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to make my own of that. Like that, that's like my my white whale. Like that's my my golden goose. Like I I not just mirror it, but make it better. Like make it different in my way, right. you know. But it's like I have I have my why of why I do that. There's no like black black luxury exists to an extent, yeah, you know. But like there are no black luxury handbag designers or they're designers but like the companies don't exist like their own no. thing you know what i'm saying like it goes through these fashion houses so that's my why for that you know and then of course being a creative in general but then it's like a, a lot of people started it's like because it like that's why i didn't sell face masks that's why i'm not selling face mm-hmm. masks because like i could easily just jump on and get in my sewing machine and make something that'll make money like that quick but like when it's over and nobody needs it i just completely shifted my whole business to this one thing and I didn't focus on what I was supposed and to. And it's one of those situations where um, sometimes you got to know that sometimes the wave ain't your wave. Sometimes sometimes it's a wave that comes that you're not supposed to jump into. That's a fact. That's a fact. You got to know which wave is yours and which one, one you're supposed to let pass before you get into the water. That's a fact. I've, I, I implore everybody, like, after this pandemic is over, after everything is done, to pay attention to who you 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 give your money to pay attention to who you support and it starts at home it doesn't necessarily have to be this grand scale i'm gonna take target down like start at your corner store like i paid fucking ten dollars for tea two weeks ago and i was like never buy from them again yeah never because it's a um 99 cent store by us and they like nobody goes into the store on the regular they were the only store in the community that was open it was like they were charging like these big you know they were just overcharging for everything so it was just like okay sis so what we doing here when this is all over you will not see me thank you ever very much. like five five mm-hmm. do- it was five yo y'all no joke five dollars for alcohol that's 99 cent normally mm-hmm. five dollars six dollars for gloves that was 99 but we digress in 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 separate from all the integrity i want to highlight twitter um ceo for telling his employees that they can work from home forever now Mm -hmm. that is integrity on a whole different level well yeah to keep everybody away from yeah twitter is just like he's setting the tone for how he appreciates his employees and he wants them to know that i value you and to to adapt to whatever even though i hate this term the new normal like i'm tired yeah i'm tired of hearing it the new it's our new normal like whatever um i I want to say it's our new normal i just want to say that um this is current the current moment that we're in at this I time get it. yeah i definitely 110 yeah. get it i get it it is a new thing that we have to abide by get that and i think that um in the midst of this i, I posted something on my personal page um, about 2020 is still mines i'm not gonna people is like oh we should delete 2020 and go back i know it's jokes and stuff i know it's jokes i know it's niggas uh, mean that shit they, they, ready they to really do because they had plans for the earlier this year they was supposed to be traveling it's people, people i'm looking forward to the second half of the year um oh so this the first quarter yeah hell yeah this only the first <laughs> half nigga this is the second act fuck that shit so uh i was just saying like you know telling them that growth is still happening for me and all of these different things that I've discovered about myself during this time. And that my, my 2020 is still mine, still things that are moving and still things that are growing, um, in the midst of death, you know, and I was saying how, you know, 
we have to still claim if we're on this side and, you know, God has allowed for us to be healthy, you know, sane. you know, you haven't lost your mind. You haven't, your health hasn't declined. Your family is good. And even if you lost people along the way, you, um, were still able to share great moments with them mm-hmm. up until this point, you know, we still have to move forward and, and know that we can still live in each moment. So I agree. for me, I was just like, 2020 is still mine. I'm not deleting 2020. Well, no, I can't is, delete it. Somebody it's, said I've that, been here. Somebody said that to me. He was like, uh, can we just get to 2021? I said, we can get to that after my birthday, nigga. Like, my birthday ain't even come yet. <laughs> but I, like, I got to make it. I got to make it first, nigga. I got somewhere to be. You know what I'm saying? But like, <laughs> it's true. I agree with you. It's like, don't claim this to be over. Like, this is the time to, like, get your foundation back. Correct. Right. This is, this is and yo, and on some real shit, I'm going to be 110% honest with you, man. Like, I woke up the other day, these, these two, three days, past two, three days. It's like, there's a lot of people. Like, when I, I went running yesterday, got some new shoes. I'm very happy about that. <laughs> um, I got. We out here twinning. You know what I'm saying? We on that couple shit. I finally, I finally bought a PlayStation. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm, you blagging about it. Go ahead and brag. No, 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 no. This is getting to a point. This okay, is getting to ahead. a very good point. I'm buying. You looking cute over there. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. I agree with you too. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm buying like the supplies and things that I need. Like, yeah. I'm buying, and, and, and right now there are people who, don't have a don't even have enough to eat yeah so all i can do is be thankful yes to to like be to be blessed in abundance right yeah now. yeah you know what yeah because yeah. like it, i always say it could have went the other way yeah i don't know what's gonna happen after all where of this. the other way is gonna come nothing, from but like yeah. i am definitely being thankful and i'm trying to help like i was running yesterday because you know you know i love to run yeah i was running yesterday and like going past all of these uh pantry lines that are long, long yeah long i'm talking i'm talking like i'm running past people and it's a block and a half of people and i'm like I know what that feels like. I've been there, you know? Yeah. So to know that there are like people who are, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm praying for everybody who is wholeheartedly struggling right now. Nothing about this is easy right now. You know what I'm no. saying? But like, and f- when we mean wholeheartedly, that means that people that not just taking advantage, right? People that you are getting, you, you have not gotten anything. Your stimulus check hasn't come. You're, you are working, through. you were working for a company that was paying you under the table. So you're not going to get unemployment. Mm-hmm. We're talking about those people. We're not talking about the people that's like, uh, you know, I got all these kids and I'm yeah. trying to figure it and out. I'm going to get the and extra you, five. Yeah. Them. You know, we're not, but no, not saying that no you say. can't struggle during that time, but we're talking about people that don't, the resources that the state is giving out to people they're not getting or they have not received yet. Mm -hmm. And I also, for me, I think my heart goes out to all of the, the mentally, um, disabled people that they had to kick out of the hospitals Mm -hmm. the drugs addict drug addicts that probably were in hospitals trying to get recovered but because they needed a bed because of COVID-19 now they're on the streets and they're Mm -hmm. they're finding drugs and they're going mentally insane or they can't get their their medicine because they can't go to the hospital to Mm -hmm. go get the medicine I feel for those people because they're the they're the ones that we see laid out daily 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 and it's you know it's it shows that they're they're declining even if it's people that when i was walking we were walking through the street mm-hmm. on sunday mm-hmm. it was people that i saw on the street that i had never seen since i've been it's here a, it's a lot of new homeless people over here and you know because we have it sucks to say but we have the normal homeless people yeah that we see all the time. I, it's people that the but the normal homeless people that we normally see mm-hmm. they have some place to stay because they ain't nowhere near over here nowhere they have near. some place to stay mm-hmm. so it's like you know, you know, in your community, who is the homeless person? Who is the drug addict? Who is the person that's going you gonna see early in the morning mm-hmm. or whatever? You know the normal homeless people. And you know people the normal day. drunks that's gonna be out early in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. You, don't, I don't see any of those people, but the people that I do see that are really strung out on on drugs or they're mentally they they're mentally unstable or they're homeless. You see them just laid out, and for me, that is that's scary. That's scary, but I pray for them that God protects them. So remember to, if you walk past somebody, if you're a praying person, Mm -hmm. to just send a prayer or, you know, send, you know, smile or if you have something to give, give, you know, if you, if you have something to give, give, if you have food or if you go into a corner, something that you can do to help that person know that they're not in, they're, they're in their head already alone by themselves, but to know that 
that they're not physically alone. Because a lot of them didn't make this choice. To yeah. Be yeah. So I'll, t- I'll tell you, you know, before we go, because sadly, guys, we got to cut a little short because we got business to handle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Only about a few minutes, though. But um, I listened to I've got back to listening to, uh, you know, reassuring music and things of that nature in the morning in, in the morning your meditation music yeah and still like going back to my song that travis green song intentional oh like goodness. and it's like i do believe that this second half is, is about to be amazing isn't this isn't this is a reset this is a reset I, yo anybody who doesn't see it and i know it's hard to see it being somebody that comes from a crazy neighborhood and things of that nature like this is a reset that we needed yeah i, I believe it I'm the land that. is looking good people are looking better people are connecting more people watch. are understanding self more so you know watch we the just re- everybody who want to cancel 2020 i ain't done yet yeah i ain't done yet you know what i'm saying god isn't done. Done, god ain't yet. done yet yeah so late but um, we thank you guys. We want to yes. continue to give you guys positive energy. We want to stay. I hope you're staying positive, safe, and sane during this time. And we want to thank you so much for tuning in. Factuals. We hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Word up. Word up, my G's. <laughs> facts. Dead ass facts. Um, no, I'm your girl's favorite artist, Josie's boy. And I'm Alexis A. McCoy. This has been episode 201 of Call Me When It's Over. Make sure <gasps> you guys go subscribe, like, review, comment. We're available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Google Play. And you can catch us on our homepage at RageWorksNetworks.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at underscore Call Me When It's Over and check out all of our death sits and our stories. And don't forget to follow us on facebook at call me when it's over tell a friend to tell a friend to chime on in yeah send it send our profile to everybody please now now because we are the culture do it do it um i'm uh yeah all that good stuff and as always speak up speak out and leave your ego at the door bye that was drawn out i like that. <laughs>